Welcome to Unleash Your Niche with me, Amy Cager, the podcast aimed at helping you get clear on your business niche and identity so you can stand out, become the go-to person in your field and attract more of the right customers. Enjoy the episode. So do you find hard to get testimonials or reviews kind of full stop really you keep asking your clients and you don't hear anything back you have to keep asking them you have to keep asking them or are the testimonials you do have a bit out of date maybe they're even talking about something you don't even do anymore but you're a bit stumped about how you can get new ones especially if it's been with clients that you haven't worked with for a while and you're just thinking, how can I get my testimonials a bit more up to date and relevant to what I do now? Or do you maybe think the testimonials are just a little bit naff? (laughs) You know, it's great you have them. It isn't the easiest thing sometimes to get these testimonials, but you don't really feel they add anything. You know, they're not really that compelling You don't really think they would convince anyone to work with or buy from you. You know, if someone was on the tipping point, you don't think they would really help or give anything more than what you're saying. So content, you know, whether that is your blogs, videos, podcasts, social media posts, are great at giving value and showing your knowledge that you do know what you're talking about. You know, there's proof you've written these things, you're speaking about these things, you know what you're talking about. And having this is obviously really, really crucial if you want to be positioning yourself as that go-to person. But what else can you be doing to help position yourself as that go-to person in your area? And testimonials are something that can be overlooked and not thought about in the same way as content. So whether you think about your social media post or a piece of content, you will be thinking, is this answering the pain points? Is this helping answer some questions my A-list client have? You would be thinking about that when you are writing or planning what you're going to be saying. You'll be thinking about those things. How is this relevant to my customer? or client? How is this relevant to them? Kind of what's in it for them if they were to read this? But with testimonials, this is sometimes forgotten about. You know, the focus is on, you know, you want that nice positive thing someone has said about me. You know, do they like me? As it were, do they like my product? Did they like working with me? They're the things that get the focus really. Has someone said something nice? But this is where testimonials can go a bit wrong, or at least they're not as strong as they could be. So some testimonials are just a little bit generic, and actually they don't really say much about what you can do or what you do and how you can help. Testimonials are great for social proof, and having lots of testimonials on your website is a great shortcut for people to see that you've had lots of customers, that you've helped people with that problem that you've solved, you've helped people before. As I say, it's good social proof. People can see that immediately that you've got lots of testimonials. But having 10 testimonials saying something really generic 
it could basically be for anybody doing anything compared to even just a couple of really, really compelling testimonials, people explaining exactly how you helped them, you know, that thing that you say you do, that you solve, that they've had that transformation, they've had that exact thing you say will happen, has happened to them. It's a million, million times stronger. So it's having a think about that with your testimonials. And then, of course, if you had 10 of those, that would be even better. So like most things, it's the quality, not the quantity. So it's not enough to have someone give you just five stars or something, say, really generic, like, Amy is really lovely. I would recommend her, which could be used for anyone. That doesn't explain anything that I do. It doesn't explain how I helped. It doesn't explain any transformation my client may have had. It's great. They think I'm lovely and they would recommend me, but it doesn't explain anything. It doesn't help your A-list client when they're looking at things. It doesn't give them any more information. Your testimonials need to prove that you're the expert and they need to be thought about in the same way as if you were creating your content or things like that. So how do your testimonials position yourself as the go-to person? How are you actually going to do this? As I said, what that means is that these need to prove that you do indeed know your stuff and the things that you say you do are actually things that you've helped other people do. They're things that people have experienced. It's not just you saying you do all this stuff and actually you don't and people aren't having their problems solved that you're saying that you help with with your product or service. So what someone is looking for when they're looking at your testimonials, whether that's on your website or whether it's on social media, wherever you have your testimonials, is they need proof that what you're saying you do is in fact the truth. It is what you do. So someone saying how you transform their life, their business is way more compelling than you saying that you transform someone's life or business or whatever that whatever it is that you do. And this is why getting the right testimonials is so powerful and so important for your business. It's also really important to keep your testimonials up to date. And it's too easy to keep those old testimonials on your website that are talking about things that maybe you no longer do anymore. Sometimes you may even have some great testimonials filed away somewhere that haven't quite made it out, haven't quite made it out into the daylight onto your website or social media. So have a little review of your testimonials. Go have a look at your website or wherever you have your testimonials. Are they still relevant? Are they proving that you are the go-to person, that you know your stuff, that you do what you say you do? Could they be better? Are they a bit boring? Are they a bit nothing? Are they a bit like the example I gave of, oh, Amy's really lovely, I would recommend, but they don't actually give any of the meaty stuff. Do they actually say anything about those pain points that you've helped solve or or whatever. So can you start to update some of them already? You may even have some newer, better suited testimonials squirreled away somewhere in your 
G Drive or wherever you keep your files that would actually be much stronger and much more compelling than the ones that maybe you do have on your site right now. So how do you stop people giving you these nothing testimonials? It's all very well saying you don't want them, but how can you stop people giving you these testimonials and instead get the testimonials that you really, really want that would be really beneficial for your business? So in a nutshell, (laughs) in a nutshell, write them yourself. Okay, (laughs) that. This has a massive, massive caveat attached to this, as this does need some clarifying, because I am absolutely not suggesting in any way, shape or form that you make them up or invent any of your testimonials. Absolutely not. So what I mean is that you use the words, the phrases that your client or customer have and have actually said to you. As I say, you are absolutely not making anything up as that totally debunks the idea of a testimonial. So this isn't, say, nothing is made up, but it's just a way of, say, getting the right messages and the right things that you want to say. And another bonus of this, as well as you obviously getting the testimonial that you want, is that you're helping your client or customer out as well. Because, you know, sometimes it is hard to write a testimonial, especially if your customer is not great with words, they might not know what you, you know, they want you to say, or they can just be really, really busy. We all know how time can just zoom past and, you know, a day becomes a week, becomes a month, and it just gets forgotten about. So this stops all that cringiness of having to keep chasing your customer or your client and keep asking for that testimonial. So write the testimonial. Great. Okay. I've written that down, but how do I do that? Sounds easier said than done. So how do I write these testimonials myself? So I've got four tips to help you get the testimonial that positions yourself as that go-to person and is far more compelling for your A-list customer. So the first one is ask for feedback at the right time. So it's great to ask your clients for some feedback. It's still do that. It's really, really valuable to see what they have to say as they will probably have some great gems to tell you about how wonderful you are and how you helped them. But ask at the right time. So that moment that they're excited that they've just either finished working with you or they've just received your product. They're excited, they're motivated, they're now clear, they've had more sales, whatever that thing is that you help with, that's the moment to ask them. When they're kind of at the top, they're super excited, ask them for feedback then. Don't wait till normal life resumes, they get busy, they're on to the next thing, you know, seize that moment And that is the time to ask them for any feedback. And you will know what that moment is for your client in your client or customer journey. So it's thinking about when the best time is to ask them for feedback. So the second one is speak to your clients. Arrange a call with them. So actually speak to them. Don't just rely on necessarily them filling out a form. 
actually ask if you can have a, a phone call with them or a Zoom call and just ask them some stuff. So this is especially good if you've worked with someone for a longer period of time. So you can ask them how they felt before working with you, what made them decide to work with you at that moment, you know, why did they start working with you in January, for example, or March, why not April or May? Like what made them decide to work with you then at that moment and how do they feel now? You know, maybe it's referencing some of the things they said at the beginning and do they feel that they're now clear on that or they have that thing or whatever they were wanting. You know, think about those pain points that you help solve and things they may have said and listen to them. So keep the questions really open-ended and listen to what they've got to say. You'll start to see and hear words that keep cropping up and sentences that they use. So really, really listen to what they're saying. And this is also really, really helpful if you're refining things, you're trying to get your messaging even more specific, thinking about what people are saying. This is really, really helpful as well. So it's great to do this anyway, even if it's not for the testimonials, but this is obviously a great place to get some of that feedback, something that people have actually said to you, and you can use that for a testimonial. The third thing is to ask the right questions. So if you're asking them to fill out a feedback form or something similar, don't just ask closed questions. You know, ask open questions and let them answer. Same as I was saying with a phone call. Just get them to say how they feel. So don't try and dictate maybe what the answer is. Get them to say how they feel. And also don't ask any generic questions because chances are you will get a generic answer back. So get them to think about how they were feeling before, how they're feeling after, you know, how they are feeling about some of the things that you helped them with. Ask them to feel about, say, the pain points that they had, similar things to you would ask, as I was saying in the phone call, just ask them these kind of open-ended questions and see what they have to say. And you can also ask some of these things before someone starts to work with you. So if you are working with someone over a few months or something, then you may want to ask some of these questions before they start working with you to see where they're at then. And then you can see how they feel after. And then you can kind of compare the two. So it's not always just an after thing that you start thinking about what information you can get from your client that could make a really good testimonial. So it's, it's good to bear that in mind. So then the fourth thing is listen to your clients. And this is so important. And it's listening to them all the time, not just at the end, you know, when you send that feedback form and you have that call with them, especially if you are working with someone, as I said, it's a, over a few weeks or a few sessions, you know, it's a kind of longer period maybe of working with someone. Listen to what they're saying throughout the whole process. So you don't have to wait till you've finished working with someone to ask them for their feedback or how they think it all went. You will get some indication as you're going along as well. So it may be that they've had a breakthrough moment while they were working with you, or they could have already started to see some results. As I say, if it is a, as a longer period of working with you. So it may have been something they said in a session. They may have said something in an email to you or a message, or it may even be that they've said something on social media. So either their own social media, or it could have been they were 
replying to someone else's comment or post and they reference you in that. It's making a note of all these things that can be used as part of the testimonial later on. So it's really, really important to listen. And once again, the same with the call. This is incredibly helpful for you too, not just for the testimonial, but to help you tailor your offering a bit more or refine your messaging. So this is really, really important anyway. So it's a really, really good thing to to be doing in your business anyway, just kind of keeping that ear out and, and listening to what your clients and customers are saying. So then you've got all this info, you've been making all these notes, you've got the idea of what um, all these lovely things that they've been saying that are also really relevant, of course. That's what the whole thing is about, that uh, it's positioning yourself as that go-to person. It's not just a generic, this person's great, I recommend. So you've got these good words, sentences, phrases. So what do you do with them? So write everything else, say what they've said, whether say whether that's face-to-face on the phone, on email, social media, or a feedback form, wherever. So compile everything together. Obviously make it sound that it's a one testimonial, that it's not just random sentences all put together. And then send it over to them and ask, is this okay? These are things that you've said to me. Are you happy for me to use this as a testimonial? And you can also ask if they want to add or change anything. Because sometimes they do. Sometimes you've maybe missed something that they found really important, that they've really got out of working for you, and they want to add that in. But they may just say, that's absolutely great. Go ahead. You know, I'm happy for you to use that. And that's it. Kind of super simple. And as I say, it makes it so much easier because you are getting the testimonial that you want, that's showing off how you are the go-to person. And the process is so much quicker as well. It's less, it's less to do for your client as well. It's easy for them. They, you know, they have said those things, so it is something they truly believe. It's not to say you're not making anything up. So they will be happy for you to use that because it is, say, it is stuff that they've said and they believe those things. So they are going to be more than happy to give a testimonial. They are going to want to say how wonderful you are if they have experienced all those things. And say it makes it easier for them. So they don't have to worry about sitting at home kind of thinking, God, what should I write? I'm not very good. What should I say? What, you know, do they want me to say this or this? And saying that's sometimes the main thing about a generic testimonial is someone just didn't really know what to say, even though they have actually experienced all this great stuff from you and they have had their business transformed or their life transformed or whatever that that thing is that you help them with. It's just helping them. And I say it helps you and it helps them as well. The more you do this, it might seem like, okay, I've got to think about how I can get this into my client customer journey or or whatever. But the more you do it and the more it becomes part of your routine, you know, like anything, when something's new, you have to make an effort to fit it in, but then it will become second nature and you will start to build up loads of awesome testimonials in no time that are actually really compelling and that are positioning yourself as that go-to person. No more generic, boring, nothing-y testimonials. These will be absolutely spot on at positioning yourself as that go-to person. And it will back up all that content you're writing, all the messaging on your website. Everything will become all one and it will all fit together and it will give a much stronger picture to your A-list client. 
I hope that helped give you some ideas as to how to make sure your testimonials are not just saying nice things about you, but are positioning yourself as the go-to person and someone who knows their stuff. Don't forget to come and join me and lots of other awesome solopreneurs over in my Facebook community, Unleash Your Niche, as well as recording each of these episodes live. There are also monthly Q&A sessions, guest speakers, and lots of other cool bits and pieces for helping you get clear on your niche so that you can stand out, position yourself as the go-to person, and attract lots more fab A-list clients to you. Just search Unleash Your Niche on Facebook or click on the link in the show notes. I can't wait to see you over there. That's all from me. I'll catch up with you next time, all over in the group. Have a fab week. Thanks so much for listening to the Unleash Your Niche podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, do please check out amykager.com, where you'll find more to help you get focused and clear on your niche and how to amplify that in your communication.